once again deep under the Gola Civic Centre with Kay Boone looking back at Gola's history. Hi Kay. Hi Jeanette, it's always good to be here. And this is from Wednesday April the 6th. So I'll kick off with 150 years ago, a cart accident. On Thursday the bread cart of Mr Hendrickson ran foul of a quiet dray in front of the Gola Arms and in the collision its splashboard became a smashboard. No other damage, fortunately, being incurred. Oh, God, a dashboard became a splashboard. That was very creative yes. writing in writing style then. Yeah. Which made it more interesting reading. But, of course, it was written to be read aloud. So That's true. I think that's yeah. partly why the slightly more florid style of writing. Now. And they, it didn't have a lot of books and, like, you know, you and I are surrounded yeah. by mm. books. In those days, as you say, not many people could read. My great-grandfather couldn't read. His wife had taught him to read and write. Both on the, well, the Cornish ancestors, they were all illiterate. Mm. But interestingly, the Scots were the most well-educated. Were they really? Because they had a completely free education system. And it was possible for someone from the lowest level of society to get to university because they had a scholarship system ah. to help. And they'd, they'd filter. I mean, it wasn't a fair system, yeah. but it was still, there were opportunities available mm. in Scotland. They weren't in other countries. Yeah. And that's actually why they had the highest academic standards too, because they were encouraging their brightest kids. Yeah. So Scottish universities at the time had the highest reputation in British oh, wow. Arts. I didn't realise that. Yeah, no. yeah. Edinburgh um, was supposed to be you know, more respected academically than Oxford and Cambridge. Cambridge. Not socially more yeah. respected, but academically. Academically, because it yeah. was merit-based rather than That's right. wealth, welfare yes. or wealth, yeah. um, income wealth-based. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, well, a hundred years ago, and this sounds lovely, general rain. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> Winter made its approach with great bluster on Tuesday when the sky was piled with thick clouds of dust sweeping on the west wind from inland. The conditions were disagreeable, and as the wind increased in velocity, many residents were looking apprehensively to a repetition of the great hailstorm of the previous year, when much damage was created. As it was, many centres reported heavy falls that had following in the wake of unroofed houses, uprooted trees, etc., A sharp shower followed the dust, and since Tuesday, the district has been visited with intermittent falls of mist-like appearance. (laughs) This doesn't say how much rain they had, though. No, but it's it's dramatic. It's like reading a novel, isn't it? It's more like a novel than a newspaper. It's a great blaster, because it often happens where we get those terrible northerly winds Mm. and dust, and then we'll get a strong change in rain Mm. on the back of it, so... Yeah, that sounds pretty extreme. So 50 years ago, hiker hailed Wong Car. A 15-year-old Elizabeth man hitchhiking from Gawler to Elizabeth on Saturday evening was given a lift by Gawler police, but they turned the car around and brought him back into Gawler. At the Gawler police station, the youth was charged with perjury, shop-breaking and larceny. At about 8pm on Saturday evening, police were called for a doctor's surgery on the Adelaide Road, Gawler South. I assume that later bit is connected to the earlier bit. Doesn't make sense, does it? No, it doesn't. It's like they've missed out a bit. Yes. Anyway, I'm sure the two are related because they're talking about theft, aren't they? Yes, yes. Not larceny, shop breaking and larceny. So it sounds like it broke in and then... Hmm. Yes. Interesting. 25 years ago, pool, concert hall plan. A heated pool, two gymnasiums and a thousand-seat concert hall 
form the centrepiece of a proposed community centre for Trinity College. The centre, if approved, would also include a canteen, uniform and sports equipment shop and weights room. College Council has unanimously approved the plans and they are now inviting comment from the college community before submitting a final draft to Gawler Council for consideration. Of course, that's Starplex, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. Fantastic. Yes. And when Anger started, which would have been oh, over 20 years ago now, I think Starplex was either not yet under construction or just, I don't mm. know that it was opened in his first year. But I just remember that Alexandra Avenue went all the way up. Yes. As before they rerouted Alexandra Avenue. Yeah. And the bus station was on that, in, near where Starplex is now. Yeah. Yep. It was in there. It was like a paddock. And because he had to get connecting buses and he was five mm. years old. Oh, my goodness. So yeah. he had to run sort of across this paddock. There was no proper safe bays for the buses or places for the children, demarked mm. places. And the lovely bus driver used to escort those two other young children making the same bus change. Yeah. One of whom I think was seven and one was five. Oh, she wow. seemed grown up at seven oh. at the time. But <laughs> And the driver, I think, escorted them across quite often to make mm. sure they got from one bus to the other safely. Because yeah. that was a busy road, Alexandra Avenue. Oh, it was. Yeah, it, yeah. it just was so dangerous. I just remember you used to you know, go along from Alexandra Avenue and then just drive straight up the hill, but you can't do that now. It's mm. so, quite a to-do to get to Alexander Avenue. It is, yeah. Yeah, so... Okay. Ten years ago, siblings were united after 61 years. <laughs> after being separated by a family tragedy 61 years ago, David Dawson was finally able to embrace his sister Mariam Ashworth for the first time last month. Born in Manchester, England, two-week-old David was estranged from his sister and his brother, Alan Ashworth, in 1949 following the death of their mother. Adopted by his aunt and uncle, David lost contact with his siblings. In 1986, the 62-year-old moved to Australia, starting his own family. What a lovely mm. thing. I've got a photograph of my grandfather reuniting with his sister after 60 or 70 years. Yeah. But he'd come out to Australia and then... Mm. 1918 I think he saw her and they were reunited in 63 or 64 wow. so it's about 50, yes, 40 yeah. odd years so, mm. yeah yes it's amazing that the separation over the world yes you know it's much more accessible now than it is because back then people didn't travel or ever have any expectation of no, seeing no family they traveled by boat yeah. and mm. and that was the end of it so yes all right this is Gaul Up Now and Then, which is a little photographic piece, and it's four people looking down at a book that's being signed by the person in the middle. And it's Gawler East Primary School, October 1985. The first official visitor to the new school was Dr. Bruce Eastick, AMMP. He has shown signing the visitor's book, watched by Deputy Principal Brian Burt, Principal Rory Chisholm, and Secretary Elva Krause. And there is the head of hair. <laughs> and Brian Burt looking much, 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 much younger. And Rory Chisholm, I haven't seen him for a long time. I didn't realise how recent that school is. I was up there just a couple of weeks ago and it's a beautiful campus. It's a lovely mm, school. It campus. is lovely. All the trees yeah, and yeah. stuff. But yes, people are saying how. Yeah, older schools, and I was surprised because I yeah. just assumed it was older. But... I did teaching, um, did a teaching degree part time in the 1980s, and Gawler East Primary School was where I did 
teaching oh, practice, but it was the old school, right. the previous school oh, uh, okay. campus up in Lindock Road, and the old building is there. Oh, so okay. yes, so that was nineteen eighty five. Yes, so the school opened at the end of that year. Right, interesting, so, yeah, isn't it? It is timing. Mm. And Dr. Eastick's still rattling along. Yes. Oh, I think they're all four of them. I don't know about Elva Krause, but mm. I know Rory and um, Brian are still around. Brian right. Birdie's over 80. Guess she'd have some stories to tell. Oh, yeah. Just really nice bloke. Anyway, that winds us up for this week, it does. doesn't it? Yes. Okay, until next week, Kate. Absolutely, Jeanette. For all my songs.